It is time, my friends. It is time. The XFL is back, and I am super excited. I cannot wait. I loved this league. Well, it was in 2020. I was very profitable in it in DFS, and I am super excited for it to be back. I would say spring football, like XFL, USFL, is pretty similar to preseason, where I have a lot of my success. There's a lot more edge, for sure, but you have to also accept a lot more variance, right? Especially going into week one. As it stands right now, there's still a lot kind of up in the air. I'm making this video Tuesday afternoon. The game starts Saturday. There's two games Saturday, two games Sunday. So there's still like a lot of unknown. But I think your, your best friend is going to be just Twitter, like Twitter searching names, being on top of it, and trying to just consume every bit of content that's out there. Like I just watched all the XFL previews. I just try to consume as much content as possible. Um, and uh, yeah, excited to talk about this. And this will be the week one breakdown. If you guys are uh, not familiar, my name is DK. I cover content for uh, NFL, NBA, XFL. Uh, I make videos for Price Picks. Price Picks are the sponsor of the video. I believe Price Picks will have um, content for the XFL. I can't say that 100% sure, but they did have it for the USFL. So pretty sure they will have props up for the XFL. And I don't have it up right now, but um, again, Price Picks is a player prop site where you build two, three, four, five, up to six player props and up to 25x your money. If you guys want to give it a try, you can use the code DKDFS for 100% match up to $100. All of it, again, linked in the description below. But yeah, with that all out of the way, let's get into the video. Um, I was taking a look to see if they had any odds up yet for these games, but nothing outside of just the odds to win the XFL championship. So we'll keep an eye on that. We'll keep an eye if the, the Vegas totals are posted for these games. But let's just kind of talk through some strategy here for the XFL. So Again, a lot of unknown, right? But it's more so with spring football, not always about talent, more so about opportunity, right? So if you have like one team that has only two running backs in the roster and one team that has five running backs in the roster, but maybe one of those five is like talented, I'm like, I'm going to lean towards the team that is more shorthanded running back, right? And there are a couple teams Right now, currently, they only have two running backs on the roster. Or same thing with wide receiver, right? You have one team that has like nine wide receivers and one team that has three or four. Well, better shot of, you know, going to the team with less wide receivers, right? More opportunity. And I said unknown, like you're going to have some teams that are going to run very dense target. Like you're going to have some teams that just play like, let's say two, three wide receivers the entire game. And some teams that are going to run a rotation. And that is something that we are not going to know going into week one. Right? We'll have a better idea of that after reviewing uh, snap counts and all that good stuff. And uh, yeah, so that's, that's the tricky part about week one. I think, again, your best friend is going to be Twitter, any beat writers out there, just trying to get uh, an edge to the field. So what else did I want to mention before we get into the kind of player-by-player player breakdown? Um, I will be covering content for the XFL. So... I'm going to have premium content, um, player pool, depth charts. I will post um, app counts if they have them available. I'll post them. I, I post that for the USFL. So I'm going to be posting a ton of content for the XFL updates, any any updates I, I find. So that I'll be posted on patreon.com if you guys are interested. Um, and uh, yeah, so let's just get into the video. 
We'll start off with, let's just go team by team, talk about coaching. You know, some There's a few teams where we have a good idea of what can we expect from the coaches. You know, play style. A lot of the teams, though, it's, it's unknown. Um, we'll talk about... You know, a couple players in each, you know, position, you know, a couple running backs, a couple wide receivers, you know, if there's a tight end that I find interesting, try to mention uh, anyone that I think is viable, but I'll, again, more in-depth content uh, on patreon.com. So this is just kind of your general breakdown for week one. And I will be doing live streams as well on patreon.com before lock, going over everything, answer any questions. So excited, guys. As you can tell, I got my XFL hat on. Um, Let's do it. So we'll start off with... Las Vegas Vipers. So, and also uh, to mention, you can find all of these depth charts they haven't posted uh, on xfl.com slash teams. You can go through and, and see the, the depth charts for each of these teams. But yeah, so starting off with Las Vegas. So my assumption, it's either going to be Brett Hundley or Luis Perez that started the quarterback position. Luis Perez has been a spring football league quarterback for a while now. He's, he's played a bit the USFL and the XFL, um, and Brett Huntley uh, did play a bit in the NFL. He's a former UCLA quarterback. He was pretty mobile in college. He's getting a, up there a little bit in age. I still think he's going to be somewhat mobile. And if I had to lean between the two, I would say that they start Huntley. But again, we'll have a better idea of that going into the weekend. So do you guys mention Brett Huntley? He's 9.4K, assuming he does start. It's kind of like an average price of the quarterbacks. You know, a lot of the, a lot of the top quarterbacks are in the high 8K, low 9K, 10K range. So just kind of like in the middle, I guess. Um, and if he does pick the start, obviously I do have some interest in him. Coaching, kind of unknown what to expect here, what kind of play style. Are we run heavy or going to be pass heavy? So don't have a great idea there. But um, yeah, I think it's going to be uh, Huntley that, that gets the start. But again, I, I do think Luis Perez is a guy that they could use as well. So we'll keep an eye on that. Again, we'll have a better idea as the games uh, get closer. So let's go to wide receiver. And this is definitely a name you're going to recognize. Martavis Bryant, former Pittsburgh Steeler wide receiver. You would think he's going to be one of the better wide receivers in this league. Big body wide receiver, big play guy. That's been out of the NFL for a couple of years, but he did have a couple good seasons in the NFL. So and expect Martavis Bryant to probably be their main top wide receiver and a guy that I'm totally fine paying this price point for. So, U.S. Minister Martavis Bryant. Jeff uh, Bidette is a guy that bounced around uh, some spring football leagues. Never really put up massive, massive numbers, but um, should be operating as one of the top wide receivers. And then you have Geronimo Allison, another name you probably will recognize. Former Green Bay Packer wide receiver. He can operate out wide. He can operate in the slot. So, those probably the wide receivers that I would have some interest in. Uh, moving on to the running back position. So with running backs in the XFL, I'm always going to lean towards the guy that is the better pass catcher, right? Because a lot of these teams have three, four running backs on the roster. And if they're going to mix in these running backs, with DraftKings being full point PPR, I am always just going to lean towards the running back that is the better pass catcher. So Las Vegas currently has three running backs on the roster. I think my favorite probably would be DeAndre Torrey. Um, he also is the cheapest of the three running backs at only 5.2K. And he was a, he was a really good pass catcher in college, had 57 uh, catches uh, at the running back position. So of these three running backs, I think Torrey would probably be my favorite. Okay, so moving on to the Arlington Renegades. So I think we kind of have a pretty good idea of play style for this team. Bob Stoops is their coach. Uh, I think we can 
say for certain or for, for almost certainty that it's gonna be a pass heavy team, which is which is a positive for sure. One name, if you guys played USFL uh, DFS last year, you will recognize as Kyle Slaughter. Um, he is more of a pocket passer, but he was one of the better quarterbacks in the USFL. So I'm assuming he will be the starting quarterback. 10.3K, reasonable price point. Again, I think we can expect this team to play a little bit fast, pass heavy, which is a positive, obviously. So I do like Kyle Slaughter there. Again, I expect him to be the starter. Now, talking about some wide receivers, there are a couple names that you might recognize here. So one is uh, Winningham, former Jacksonville Jaguar receiver, played on uh, the preseason team. He did have a couple of good games for the Jags in the preseason. I expect him to be one of their main pass catchers. And then uh, you have Jordan Smallwood. He didn't put up like massive numbers in college, but former Oklahoma wide receiver, I expect him to be uh, at the top of the depth chart as well. And Sal Canella, I think probably the best tight end in the USFL. He's a really good pass catcher. They used him as one of their top picks. I think he is a really good option at this price. Expect him to be heavily, heavily involved. So um, you got the uh, Sal Canella, Kyle Slaughter connection there. Um, yeah, I think Canella makes for a really good value there at only 5.4K. DraftKings, I will say, did a pretty good job with price points. You know, a lot of the guys that we expect to be, you know, the top guys, main guys, main wide receivers are priced up. So I will give them that. They did a good job with the price points. Um, let's see. Was there anything else I wanted to mention here? All right, so let's move on to the running back position. And for Arlington, they currently have three running backs on the roster. And the guy that we, I think we can expect to be the main guy would be Adrian Killens. Now, he was traded. He was one of the few trades so far in the XFL. Um, and he put up some good numbers at uh, UCF. He's a really good pass catcher. 7.4K, reasonable price point. So I like Killens. And I have some interest in Davion Smith. Uh, he was former Michigan Wolverine. More of a do-it-all back. Uh, can kind of do everything. Not like an amazing pass catcher, but can get it done there. Uh, a little bit of a bruising back, but reasonable price point, 4.4K. But I think the guy that fits this offense the best probably would be Killens, who in more of that scat back, really good pass catcher. And again, with his team being more pass heavy expected, I think Killens makes for a good, good option. All right, so let's move on to Orlando. <clears throat> So Orlando, kind of unknown what can, what we can expect from them coaching-wise. Quarterbacks, so Paxton Lynch, former NFL quarterback that never really put up, uh, never really did anything in the NFL. You have Francois, who was a, a mobile quarterback in college. Um, probably going to be one of those two quarterbacks picking up the start. Lynch, somewhat mobile. Francois, a bit more mobile. So we'll keep an eye on uh, who they go with as the starting quarterback. And let's talk about wide receiver for Orlando. So a couple guys I'll mention here, Andrew Jamel, Eli Rogers. These are two guys that I expect to be uh, fighting for that slot uh, wide receiver position. Eli Rogers, pretty cheap price point, only 4.1K. He was a former Pittsburgh Steeler wide receiver as well. He had one pretty good year for them where he played in the slot and then kind of just like disappeared out of nowhere. But uh, yeah, I think those two wide receivers are probably the guys I'd be looking to. Uh, with Jamel and with Eli Rogers. Again, a lot of this can change as I'm making this video right now, Tuesday afternoon. So as I said, there's there's still a lot of unknown. Um, we'll have a better idea after week one of what, what, we, what we can expect from a lot of these wide receivers. Again, looking at snap counts is going to be very, very important. But um, I think that the price point there on Rogers looks uh, pretty appealing at uh, only 4.1K. 
So for Orlando, currently, they only have two running backs on the roster here. I have pulled up um, Orlando Guardians. So we have Devin Darrington and Jermaine Martin as the only two running backs on this roster. So definitely have interest in both. Darrington, the much cheaper option, only 3.5K. So if this holds and they do go with only two running backs going into week one, I like both quite a bit. Again, it's all about opportunities. And if you made me pick between the two, I'm going to go to the cheaper one in Darrington, who's only 3.5K. All right, was there anything else I wanted to mention for Orlando? I think that's it. So let's move on to Houston. Houston's another team, at least as it stands right now, that a lot of people are excited about. Um, a lot of XFL reporters like, oh, this team's going to play relatively fast. They've Wade Phillips as their coach. Um, again, expected to be pass heavy. Starting quarterback for week one, don't know yet. I think it's probably going to be either Silvers or McDonald. We'll keep an eye on it. Um, Silver's more of a pocket passer. I think McDonald might have a little bit of a higher ceiling uh, with rushing upside, but um, we'll definitely monitor the situation there for Houston. But again, expected to be a bit more pass heavy. So wide receiver, I think the guy that stands out the most to me would be Cedric Bird. He was one of their top picks. He's only 5.3K. He played in Hawaii, uh, at Hawaii. He was a slot wide receiver and speedster, reasonable price point. Uh, a guy that I think fits this offense. So I like Cedric Bird a good amount there at the price point. And then I think the guy that will be pretty popular going into week one is going to be Garrett Owens. So he's listed as a tight end, but he is just a do-it-all guy. He can get carries. He's a great pass catcher. Um, and he's at a very, very cheap price point uh, at 3.9K. So those are the type of guys for spring football that I love. The guys that can line up a lot of different positions, you know, can get some carries, uh, can catch, you know, some passes as well. And he's listed as a tight end too. And it's, it's cheap. So I think Garrett Owens right now stands out as a really, really good value play. Let's move on to running back. The running back, uh, the guy that I probably would go to if I had to pick would be Max Borgie. He's a Washington State running back. And he's a guy that put up some pretty good numbers in college, especially pass catching, as I said. It's always pass catching. Being a good pass catcher is going to be that tiebreaker for me when picking between running backs. Reasonable price point. They do have a fair amount of running backs on the roster, but I think Max Borgi would be the guy I would go to if I had to pick one of the running backs there. Okay, so moving on to St. Louis Battlehawks. We have coaching, kind of unknown for now. Quarterback, I'm pretty sure they're going to go with A.J. McCarron. He's a guy that's been around the NFL for a while now, former Alabama quarterback, more of a pocket passer, but expected to be one of the better quarterbacks in the league. So I'm pretty sure he will get the nod at the quarterback position. Wide receiver position, I think probably going to be one of the better wide receivers in the league would be Marcel Aitman, former Oakland Raiders wide receiver, big body guy, um, big play wide receiver, uh, and was picked pretty high for them. So I like Aitman a good amount, I think. Darius Shepard will probably be involved. He played for the Packers for a bit, a little bit more of a speedster slot wide receiver. You have Austin Prohl, who uh, played in the XFL in 2020. He was utilized as a slot wide receiver. He's really, really cheap. So those guys I have my eye on. Um, you also have, uh, where is he? Is he not? Hold on. Okay. Never mind. I think we're, I think we're good. Okay, so... Let's talk about running back for St. Louis. So 
The guy that I would probably go to at the running back position would be Mateo Durant, uh, former Duke running back. Put up some good numbers in college on the ground and through the air. That I know I'm repeating myself a ton, but I like the pass catching running backs here. So I think Mateo Durant, a pretty good option there in both formats. And uh, yeah, I think that's all I had. So let's move on to San Antonio. All right, so San Antonio, we actually just got this on Twitter uh, news that Jack Cohen, the uh, former Notre Dame quarterback, will be picking up the start. He is another pocket passer, not really a guy that will get it done on the ground, but he is a confirmed starting quarterback, and he's pretty cheap, only 8.5K. So I think the price point makes Cohen viable for sure. Talking through some wide receivers here. So this team has uh, a lot of big body wide receivers. I think the guy that I'll look to first probably would be TJ Vasher, 6'6 wide receiver, um, big play guy. Didn't put up like massive, massive numbers in college, but reasonable price point. Expect him to be one of their top wide receivers. So he would probably be the guy I would look to first at the running back position. So there's a couple names you'll probably recognize here. Jacquez Patrick, he played in the XFL in 2020. He's more of a bruising back, not great uh, pass catcher. And then you have Keelan Balage uh, bounced around a little bit in the NFL. He's 4.8K. Um, he is a bit better of a pass catcher. So I think other running backs probably would lean Balage there. All right, so let's talk about the Seattle Dragons. And their uh, offensive coordinator, June Jones. So we can expect probably a bit more up-tempo, pass-heavy uh, type of offense. Quarterback, Ben DiNucci, former Dallas Cowboy. He had a couple starts in the NFL. It didn't go great for him. Didn't go great for him. But he should be a you know, probably one of the better quarterbacks, I guess, in the XFL. Reasonable price point, 9.8K. And again, with the way that the team is expected to run their offense, that is definitely a positive for DiNucci. Wide receiver. So you will definitely recognize this name. Josh Gordon, former Cleveland Brown. Had some really, really big years in the NFL. He is on the roster and expect him to be utilized a good amount here. Now, the downside is he's getting up there in age, right? So, like, how much did Josh Gordon have left in the tank? But expect him to be a relatively popular play for week one just for name recognition alone. That's my worry is he's probably going to go a bit over-owned, to be honest. And, again, how much does he have left, Right. I still think he's going to be a, a pretty talented wide receiver in this league, but will he be like the best wide receiver in the XFL? Can't say that for sure, right? Um, okay, so Josh Gordon, again, definitely a name that you will uh, recognize. Running back, this team has a lot of running backs. I think if I had to pick one, it would be TJ Hammonds. He's more of a scat back. Again, put up some good numbers uh, through the air, but price point is not super, super cheap. And let's round it out with the DC defenders. So, Coaching, kind of unknown what we can expect here. Um, maybe a little bit more run heavy, but we will see. They do have all dual threat quarterbacks. Um, Jordan Tiamu is a guy that played in the XFL, was arguably the best XFL quarterback, played in the USFL, was definitely one of the top USFL quarterbacks. He is mobile too. So assuming he picks for the start, I expect Tiamu to probably be one of the more popular quarterback plays in week one, but for good reason. reason uh, not a super expensive price point, and again, is mobile, so... Uh, do have uh, do like Jordan Tamu a good amount there, assuming he does get the start. Wide receiver, um, Ezard is 7.3K. He's their most expensive wide receiver. He was their first wide receiver taken. More of a slot guy. 
Um, expect him to be one of the top options and uh, do have uh, do kind of like him running back. So you'll recognize Abraham Smith most likely if you played preseason DFS. He played for the New Orleans Saints. Now, the downside here with Abraham Smith is not really a great pass catcher, more of that bruising back, but he's a guy that probably will get the first crack starting running back. And then something I wanted to mention here, Puka Williams, they haven't listed technically as a wide receiver, but he's like a running back slash wide receiver. He's more of that do-it-all guy, cheap price point. I could see him getting some carries in the backfield as well as playing some wide receiver. So those are my favorite type of guys to target for spring football league. Like, for example, I was on Kevontae Turpin week one of the USFL. Now, the really tilting thing about that was I was on Kevontae Turpin when no one else really was. And he started off slow. Like, I think week one, week two, didn't do a ton. And then from like week three on, he just was smashing. It's like, you couldn't have done that the first couple of weeks when I was on you and no one was on you. But yeah, Puka Williams is a guy that I think can line up at a few different positions Reasonable price point. Again, these are the type of guys that I like targeting the best in spring football. Okay, so that is going to wrap it up for the general breakdown for week one, guys. Uh, As I said, I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I am counting down the days. NBA goes into all-star break on Thursday. So over the weekend, we'll have, you know, the NBA all-star game, but we're going to have XFL football to watch. Two games Saturday, two games Sunday. Uh, Again, I will be... If you're looking for more in-depth content, you know, um, the rosters, uh, the, you know, snap counts, which you should get after week one, player pool, live stream, Discord access, all that good stuff, you can check out my Patreon link down below. Assuming prize picks will have props up, I'll also be posting props on Patreon too. So a lot of stuff that will be included there. Um, and if you want access to that and NBA, I have a package that includes both. If you just want XFL, we have just XFL packages as well. So if you guys have any questions, you can always leave them in the comment section or hit me up on Twitter. But um, XFL is back. And we have, hey, 100K to first. Let's fill these contests. Let's fill these contests. So DraftKings keeps posting big contests. That would be a positive. But um, yeah, appreciate you guys for watching. As always, if you do enjoy, make sure to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell. And I will see you guys all in the next video.